all this spooky movies Dracula wants the blood. And all the satanic so-called churches, it's always a blood sacrifice. In the ancient scriptures, they're cutting up goats and giving blood. And God smells the sweet savor of the burning offering, the blood on the altar. These disembodied souls feel connected to the blood. See what I'm saying? So when you go into that state of sleep paralysis, beings are trying to get you. Has nothing whatsoever to do with joining other than the fact that you probably said, this happened when I started joining. And he goes, yeah, that's when it started happening. It starts creating, it becomes a reality. You're looking for a solution so that you can get rid of it. If you go back to when it started happening, tracing who you came in contact with, did you move rooms, did you change the direction you sleep in, anything, start putting the piece together, you'll see where it really came in at. Beings are trying to get you. Now, here's the best part about it. If they could, they would have. If they could have gotten you, they would have done it by now. They're waiting for you to get weaker and weaker. And by not sleeping, your body becomes weaker and weaker. And your resistance gets weaker and weaker. And you think they can count down that. You follow what I'm saying? But they can't. Unless you let them in. That's why they tell you Dracula can't get in the house unless you invite him. In every movie. See? They can't get in unless you invite them. And they're trying to weaken you to fear of the unknown, the lack of sleep, until you say, something help me, anybody help me. And they'll knock right on that door and walk in. Overcome them. Stay up until you fall out and you'll be asleep. In other words, don't go to bed. I'm not going to bed. You understand what I'm saying? Let me go another way for you. There's another avenue here. This is another whole channel of people who they can't sleep. There's a fluorescent light called daylight. What might be happening also is your body rhythms might be out. In other words, there are people that are night people. And they stay up at night and they sleep in the day. There's a solution to that. They have to take and put on a daylight in a room with them during the night until they can transform the night to the day. And then their body rhythm will change. People who take on night jobs and stuff like that eventually train their body to stay up at night. You understand what I'm saying? Light. It's called daylight. What might be happening also is your body rhythm might be out. In other words, there are people that are night people. And they stay up at night and they sleep in the day. There's a solution to that. They have to take and put on a day light in a room with them during the night until they can transform the night to the day and then their body rhythm will change people who take on night jobs and stuff like that eventually train their body to stay up at night you understand what i'm saying there's light you can buy a fluorescent light not incandescent fluorescent light that's daylight and you train yourself by sitting in front of that light and even though it's night it'll appear day to you and eventually your body rhythm will start to change. That's another approach. Because I, I can't tell you which one it is. It could either be bad sleeping habits, or it can be being trying to weaken you. I'd like to lean on the second. Your bone saying? What were you going to say? I'm not asleep, it's like, sometimes it's like something is like, you know, I can feel it. 
all that is. It's a form of being asleep and awoke at the same time you're caught in between. Right? You may have to put yourself through that stress because you love her. Right? Enough days for her to catch a rhythm again. That's what love is about. It's about sacrifice. You may have to, I know you gotta go and work well, but you may have to put that strain and all that work on to get her system back in place. I mean, that's not too hard to do, but let's do it. <laughs> if you want to investigate, but look up sleep paralysis. Read up on sleep paralysis, all right? Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, 
I mean, I'm just, you know, is it more to that? Those, those three yes. questions. Is more? It's the, also the, not more to the words, it's more to the number. Okay. Uh, Egyptians were in numerology. Okay. Forty-six is really not forty-six in Egyptian. It's four and and six. Uh-huh. And four represented the four elements: earth, water, and fire. Okay. Wind and fire. And six represented the mark of Apophis. Apophis was the Egyptian way of saying Satan. Okay. Right? And that was his mark of identity and time. And his cycle worked in sixes. Our cycle worked in nines. Okay. You understand? But four was the marking point of the universe, the four corners of the universe. It represents the four elements that we identify with okay. as incarnated beings. So each number you see in Egypt, when you see a number like 72, uh-huh. you say seven and two. And you look into the Egyptian mysteries, as to what deities moved into, and you'll come up with Osiris or Asaru and Isis or Isis. And you say, okay, what deities moved in five? And you get the names of the five deities. What deities moved in six? And you'll see a pattern there in the Egyptian mysteries to tell a story about us. Okay. Follow, which will be explained thoroughly in the, the order. The new order in existence now lays down the whole, all the secret mysteries. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, oh, the red and blue star? Right. So you look to the north. When Venus comes in the play, you see a, a, a red star beside it. Okay. When Venus comes forth, a bluish beam. Uh-huh. Right? Those are signs of the line. Okay. Alignment that I didn't come up with. I must say that because these people are giving me the credit of being the person who used May 5th, 2000 as the alignment. And I didn't come up with that. Someone else has talked. There's a book out called May 5th, 2000 I did not write. But they don't want to say, a white man wrote it, Fantasia don't happen. They'll say, I wrote But now that the alignment four to five number five now are lined up, now they start to put in all the newspapers, and they don't want to say I have nothing to do with it no more. Some questions. Um, one specifically down there was speaking about um, as far as dreams were concerned. Uh, I seem to be, I never used to like remember my dreams, but I seem to be having redundant dreams of me and my son just running away like um, every other night, and I just want to ask that. First of all, there's a variety of different kinds of dreams that people have. Some dreams are visions, right? Some dreams are messages. There's a difference between a vision and a message, because the message is for you, and a vision is of something that's going to affect more than you. Some dreams are fears. Some dreams are movies that you write and design to hide and shelter other things that you are afraid of. Reoccurring dreams, as people call them, remember dreams is a sense of the death. There's a link between dreaming and dying. The same thing happens when you, the same God asks you sometimes questions that I was talking about all afternoon. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a dream that was real, that felt real? If you didn't wake up, how would you know that it was a dream? If you can't answer that, then how do you know this is not the dream? And you're waiting to wake up. You, okay, I pinched yourself. You've never pinched yourself in a dream yet. You got a reaction. Pinch yourself to make sure it ain't a dream. Okay? Now, from what I'm reaching at is reoccurring events are like a film that keeps, or record that keeps skipping. It's not solving itself. And that's why it's reoccurring. You've got to analyze it, find out in it the, the things that you added or coded in your dream so that you can dissect it and get to the root of it. And then and only then will it go away. Until you do that, it's going to keep reoccurring. It's a, it's a chip record in your life of time. Some events, 
channels and keep on tumbling until you go back, analyze with me each incident, each person, and see which people you might be replacing. Oftentimes in dreams, we replace people with people we want it to be or people we don't want it to be with another person's actions. The environment I'm in, was I ever there? When was I there? What led to me being there? If I'm saying, is it a heartbreak situation? Is it a desertion thing? Was I deserted from a guy I love at that certain point, at a certain place? And I, and I reflect it because I was around the corner was before I used to go to, so now I dream around the corner, but my mind is really on this side, and I don't want to be on this side, but that's where I was hurt. So I moved the dream to another place, and I replaced his face with somebody I'm now with. And I do this, you know what I'm saying? And that's how well the mind has been knitted to protect you against insanity. By the time a person goes insane, they're supposed to go insane. Because the brain is set up in a way that it will protect you against insanity. So you have to take that dream and write it down on paper and look at it. And dissect it as a place, the people involved. Then look back at yourself. How am I dressed? Why am I dressed this way? Who is in the dream with me? Why are they in the dream? Kids or is it adults? What are we doing? Walking? Are we running? Are we driving? Whose car are we in? Why that car? Are we driving too fast? Then you might remember being driving with a person in the car that was driving too fast, with too much authority, and you didn't want to say nothing, but you felt afraid. You stored that fear in your subconscious mind, and it waited for the rest of a puzzle that can project itself. It wasn't enough to portray itself, so it stays in the subconscious mind. And then another incident happened where someone raised their hand at you, right, and almost hit you, and you ducked, right? And that stores itself. Later on, you're in a vehicle, and somebody brings their hand at you in a dream. You've taken these two incidents and made them one. To rid yourself of it, all dreams are trying to do is keep you from storing waste information. So you dream it out of your existence. You follow? Because every time you dream, you sit back and analyze it right, you'll find out it relates to things taking place in your life at the moment. Within that last 72 hours, if you really add them up right. You follow? 